Praise the Lord, and good morning, and welcome to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport, a spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light broadcast, a non-denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ, both through Gospel of Faith Church, as well as from the Spiritual Awareness Broadcast Studios here in Fort Mojave, Arizona, where it's getting warm. This is a worldwide prayer ministry where you, our prayer partners and prayer warriors, come together to pray at the 11 o'clock ministry uh, all around the world. Hello, I'm Pastor Davenport, and thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. Twice every week, I'll be presenting a new and exciting message from God's Word on faith and love and hope and grace of Almighty God. We will be exploring the true meaning of spiritual awareness from today's churches and what God really means when he says he has a new awakening coming for today's Christians in the near future. So please tune in as God takes us on this new journey. I'd like you to grab your Bible and, and let's get to God's word today. Let's begin by clearing our mind and and preparing our spirit for the Holy Ghost to, to, to prepare us to be open to learn God's word. Would you bow your heads with me and and let's just go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, I praise you for this time that that our prayer partners all over the country and around the world can work together to, to pray fervently for the salvation of the lost, that they would find Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Bless this broadcast and, and, and bless Gospel of Faith Church that, that they truly would be that beacon of light to shine brightly so many would come to know the salvation that only you, Lord God, can, can bring through Lord Jesus Christ. These things we pray this morning in the name above all others, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, let's praise the Lord together. You know, someone asked me why I wanted to take away from the church. And I want to clarify that statement today with some good news. I've returned over to the church. Uh, I preached this last Sunday, uh, and and I'm going to be preaching every other Sunday over the church for a while to where I can bring the Spirit, uh, the Holy Ghost, back to the church. So before we begin today's study... I want to clarify that. I did not, I repeat, I did not begin this broadcast to take away from any church, let alone Gospel of Faith Church. As per the vision from God, on the contrary, I have come to add to the churches as per my instructions from God. Through this worldwide spiritual awareness broadcast sermons, We as prayer partners and prayer warriors will be praying for the salvation of the lost souls of this world every day at our 11 o'clock prayer, along with now 67 other churches so far and counting. God will be bringing those lost souls to this broadcast all around the world. And Jesus will be getting them saved through the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And together, say together, and together we will be sending them to a good Bible-believing church in their area to be baptized. So you see, we will be working in conjunction with all these other churches to get them saved and baptized in the remission of their sins through Jesus Christ. And then they will be joining their churches all around the world. Hallelujah. 
Can you see? Can you say Amen? Praise God. I think that's a wonderful thing and a wonderful vision God has given us as prayer partners to be able to do for the for, for the for the salvation of the lost. Amen. Well, now to the good news. Um, the Lord has called me. Uh, to continue the broadcast because we want to go worldwide. But I'm also going to go back and, and every other Sunday I'm going to be preaching over at Gospel of Faith Church uh, there in Ash Fork. So, uh, you know, those that are in that area of northern Arizona, uh, come see us and, and add to uh, that, uh, that, that ministry there as well. You know, um, so... We'll get back to the Word of God here as we go, and uh, and be sure and t- tune in to the broadcast. Uh, we need your support, um, you know, in, in those prayer warriors. We need you uh, praying at that 11 o'clock hour because it's important that we we continue to pray for the to lost souls and, and get them saved. And, and then uh, it's important for you, if you've accepted Christ, uh, again, I will be there on the uh, 5th of July at Gospel of Faith Church, and I'll be baptizing uh, those of you who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Come on the 5th of July there to the uh, church, uh, Gospel of Faith Church, and we will be baptizing there. And And if uh, if you're not in the area, then uh, seek out a church. Uh, uh, I've got a few that are going to Calvary Church to be baptized uh, in different parts of the uh, of the world to to uh, be baptized. So praise God! Wonderful things are happening. God is moving; His Spirit is moving all over the world uh, through this broadcast, and that there's wonderful things happening uh, because of this broadcast. And I just praise the Lord, and uh, we we just praise you and the, the, those that are supporting us financially. Praise God, you know, just, I just praise you for that. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's helping and, and we just praise you for that. If you can afford it, I, I thank you for your, your contributions. I thank you for your tithing. It's helping us to stay on the air. So praise Jesus. Uh, this morning, I want to get into the word of God. Our, our scriptures are going to be, uh, I'm going to list our scriptures so you'll have them. Uh, it'll be Psalms 91. Five, not Psalms 91.5, Romans chapter 8, verse 35, and Romans chapter 8, verse 37. 1 Kings 8.16, grab your pencil, uh, 1 Kings 8.16, Philippians 4.19, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, and Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Philippians 2.10, and Romans 8.15, Daniel 3.23 and Hebrews 13.8. I'm going to go through them one more time real quick. Psalms 91.5, Romans 8.35 and 8.37, 1 King 8.16, Philippians 4.19 and Philippians 2.10, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24, Acts 4.12, um, then Romans 8.15, Daniel 3.23 and Hebrews 13 verse 8. As always, I want you to know that when we are together, Jesus is before us, behind us, always beside us, and we are surrounded by Almighty God. Praise Jesus. You know, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, We were returning from church yesterday um, uh, on on I-40, and and we saw signs all up and down uh, I-40 state said statewide curfew in effect from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. And then I get over and I needed to stop at Walmart, 
And I stopped at, at one Walmart. They didn't have what I needed. And, and so I stopped at the second Walmart. And, and still, and still in many stores, shelves and shelves that used to be filled with toilet paper a few months ago, they're, they're still not there. There's, there's no toilet paper there. And, and they're still empty, gone. It's almost a phenomenon to me, actually. Did the toilet paper manufacturer shut down or something? It's amazing to me to look around and see that there's still toilet paper shelves are empty and there's rioting in the streets of America today. It's amazing to me to see what's going on in this country. First, we're, we're told we have to stay indoors. And then all of a sudden, the unemployment rate skyrockets. Nobody can work. And all of a sudden, when they say, okay, you can go back to work, we can't go to work because there's looting, there's fires, and, and businesses are being burnt to ground. So we can't go to work now because all of a sudden, everybody's burning down the businesses that we could go back to work because now we can't go back to work because of all this rioting and looting, I understand it was an injustice what happened. A bad cop made a bad decision and committed murder. He's in jail. I understand what's going on. I sympathize with what's going on. But my God, what really is amazing is, is not that the toilet paper shelves are empty. And now I look at the meat section. We were going to get some ribs and they're, they're empty. There's no beef, no pork, no chicken. It's like people are more afraid of, of not being able to do what they could do with the toilet paper than eating. Did you know that 70% of the world's population doesn't even use toilet paper? My goodness, people, you can, you can do without toilet paper, guys. What a day we're living in. It's truly unprecedented. Paranoia, fear, anxiety, terror is living in the streets of America. Should we show should we throw caution and common sense to the wind? Absolutely not. But it makes me wonder is is anybody trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ right now? Is there a virus? Yes. Is it deadly? Yes. Are we going to be affected by it? Yes. But I wonder is it the virus or are we going to get shot in the streets of America today. Will we or someone we know die from it? Probably. It's possible. Does that mean that God is not still on the throne of America? Absolutely not. God is in control. But let's, let's put something into perspective today. There has been over a half a million seasonal flu hospitalizations this flu season, according to CDC. Now it's summertime. There's been somewhere between 30,000 and 55,000 deaths, not from coronavirus, but from the seasonal flu. Does that mean that there has been, does that mean that God is not in control? Absolutely not. He's God of all time. Oh, the, the winter, the, the spring, the summer, the fall. Did you know that over 40,000 people die in automobile accidents every single year? An additional 20 to 50 million are injured or disabled. More than a half of all the road traffic accidents occur 
among young adults aged 15 to 44. Do we tell our kids they can't drive until they're 45? No, we give them the keys to the car. We say a prayer, trust that God that we serve <coughs> is well able to care for our kids. Over 606,000 people died of cancer in the United States of America last year. Is the flu dangerous? Yes. Is coronavirus dangerous? Yes. Is driving a car dangerous? Yes. Is cancer dangerous? Yes. Is it dangerous to be on a street in New York City or, or, or uh, Minneapolis or one of those cities where they're rioting? You bet it is. You can get shot right through the, the, the wall of your home sitting watching TV now. In Psalms 91.5, it says, Thou shalt not be afraid of or for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day. Listen, folks. This is all part of the cursed world that we live in in today's world. That is why God gave us a Redeemer in the, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When the world shudders in fear, God, God's people can rejoice in God of their salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen to me. People are scared to death that they're going to run out of toilet paper. Are you kidding me? So these people are looting? Who are these people? They're not, the, they're not the quiet protesters that are protesting the death of some men. They're not, they're not the protesters that are, are, are protesting Floyd's death. Where's, where's our faith in God? Where's our trust for his provisions? Where's our confidence in his ability to bless us even in the midst of this drought? Has anybody been listening lately? How many years have they been going to church? How many messages have they heard? Hundreds? Thousands? Hundreds of thousands? What have they all been telling you? That God is in control? That he loves you? That he has a plan and a purpose for our lives? That nothing, nothing is going to separate you from him. Romans 8.35 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? In Romans 8.37 it says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ our Lord. Have we forgot about the widow who thought she was going to starve to death along with her son? Did someone forget the handful of meal in the barrel and that little oil of, of cruise in, in 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 16? She thought she was going to starve, but she kept listening to the voice of God and that handful of meal that never, get, uh, never got empty and th that little oil in the cruise that never ran out. I'm talking about having faith in God here, in trust, in confidence, in providence, in healing. In Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all your needs. Say that with me. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. <clears throat> all your needs. Glory to God. Say that with me. All your needs. Glory to God. What do you have need of today? Trust God for those things. See, I'm not preaching this message because there's a coronavirus pandemic. I'm not preaching this message because... Of things that are happening. I'm preaching this message because there are actual bigger problems in this nation, in this world, than some pandemic. 
And we need God to come into our nation, into our lives, and, and heal us of these things that are trying to destroy our nation, our families, our souls, and our churches. Have you seen what's happening in our nation right now? It's total chaos. America is being destroyed from within. Thus saith the Lord. These words are, are, are mentioned hundreds of the time in King James Version of the Bible, followed by his direction and his promises. Thus saith the Lord. Who are you listening to right now? The spirit of fear? Or are you going to listen to the voice that, that says, we are all going to die? Or are you going to listen to the voice of the one who holds the stars in his hands? The one who created the all in all. The one who is well able to supply every need according to his riches and glory. The one who walked on water. The one who raised Lazarus from the dead. The one who raised Jairus' daughter. Are you listening, church? God is still God. And the church is still the church. Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can you give God praise and glory today? We are bought by the crimson blood of Jesus Christ. Never forget that. Not only was our sin nailed to the cross of Jesus, but so was the sickness of, our, of America. We can, we can trust him with our sin. We can trust him with our sickness. And that includes this, this little coronavirus. And it includes the sickness that is invading the streets of America today. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, who his own self bore the sins in his own body on a tree that we, being dead to sin, should live into righteousness by whose stripes we are healed. Do you believe that today? If you believe that today, I want you to start praying for America. At that 11 o'clock prayer hour, we need to pray for America. We were praying for the coronavirus. It seems so small now, doesn't it? When we look at the TV and we see what's going on in America today. Are you trusting that the stripes that were laid upon his back of Jesus Christ were for your healing today? Well, we need to pray that that healing includes America. In Psalms 20 verse 7, King James Version, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. The name above all names, the authority above all authorities, the power above all powers. Acts chapter 4, verse 12, King James Version. You see, I keep saying that because that's the only book I believe in is the King James Version. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name above heaven given among men whereby we are saved. No man comes to the Father save through the Son. You can't get to God unless you go through Jesus. Do you realize what happened last month? President Trump called the National Day of Prayer. A National Day of Prayer. And many pastors laid hands on him. Why do you think the President Trump called the National Day of Prayer? He knows. The President of the United States of America knows. The answer does not lie with his own office. Or with Congress. Or with the House of Representatives. Or even with the CDC. The answer lies in the name above all other names. There is no hope in any other. There is no salvation in any other. In Acts chapter 4 verse 12, King James Version, it says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men where we would, must be saved. While the nations tremble, God is still on the throne in heaven. He is still the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and presidents, presidents 
answer and bow before him. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 10, it says that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue confessed of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. He is still the one with the keys to death, hell, and the grave. What a powerful God he is. What an amazing God he is. And what is it that you're afraid of today? Running out of toilet paper? Catching coronavirus? Dying in a car wreck on your way to work? We ought to be concerned about these things. But understand, your worry and your fear does not negate the power of God and his authority over all disease and famine and peril and all sickness. Romans 8.35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Romans 8.35 says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I, I am persuaded. That's the name of this sermon. I am persuaded. Say that with me. I am persuaded. Say it again. I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen to me. It's crazy out there right now. There are people that are being paid to go into the streets of America and cause chaos. <coughs> They're being paid. This and Tifa are being paid to go in and riot and loot and stir people up. To go against the cops, go against the police, go against the, the, the National Guard, and to, to maim and, and, and kill, and to destroy America from within. And people are worried about, uh, about being worried and, and, and trying to, to, to instill fear and anxiety in American. They're not protesting anymore. There's some peaceful protest in, in, during the day, but at nighttime, it's chaos. It's anarchy. They are cleaning out the supermarkets because they are worried that other people are worried and will cause our supermarkets to not have enough food and supplies to go around. So they're, they're stocking up. I call it hoarding. Instead of common sense, they are taking things in excess and other people will have to go without. That's called greed. I have a friend in Houston, Texas, who has a special needs grandson told me that he has to drive all around Texas to find distilled or filtered water and it's a formula that his special need grandson absolutely has to have to survive on. And he can't find it because people are raiding the shelves of water and holding it, hoarding it. You know, I remember drinking from a hose as a kid and I remember the smell of well water, how wonderful it tasted. We're not going to run out of water, guys. Does anyone remember when they, they didn't bottle it up and, and charge us a buck a gallon for it? And now it's, it's probably more than that. I do. I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world when someone said to me that they're going to be charging us for the bottle of water and, and it's going to cost more than the bottle of pop. And here, my friend is driving all over Houston, Texas, trying to find filtered water for his special needs grandson because panic has caused hoarding. And their non-Christians are not only the ones that are hoarding. Christians are hoarding too. Do you know what hoarding tells me? It tells me that people don't trust the Lord Jesus Christ for their provisions. They don't trust that God is able to provide for them. 
Romans 8, 15, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Fear brings bondage. But adoption brings an understanding of who the Heavenly Father is. Adoption brings protection. Adoption brings provision. Adoption brings care. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus, I'm afraid of the coronavirus because I know when I cry out to you, you are going to hear my prayers. If I get sick with it, I know you'll heal me of it. And if you don't heal me of it, I'm still going to trust you. In Daniel chapter 3, an amazing story. Read it for yourselves. Go to chapter 3 in Daniel and, and, and read the story. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego end up being not only threatened by the ultimate thrown into a fiery furnace because they would not bow down to a false god that Nebuchadnezzar made, a statue. So the king gets mad, heats the furnace seven times hotter, and throws Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire. Certain death. I mean certain death. And the fire was so hot that it instantly burned to death the men who threw the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire. But what about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? In Daniel 3, verse 23, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astounded and rose up in haste. And he spake and he said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they answered and they said unto the king, True, O king. And he answered and he said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like unto the Son of God. Listen here. We threw three, three into the fire. But who is the fourth guy? He says, it looks like the Son of God. Listen, folks, Jesus didn't just show up as a baby in the manger in, in Bethlehem. He showed up on the day that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego needed a Savior. Hallelujah. And he'll show up in your life today, too, if you'll let him. In Hebrews 13, verse 8, King James Version of the Bible, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. <coughs> he was Jesus in the fiery furnace. He was Jesus the day you needed a Savior. <coughs> Excuse me. And he's Jesus when you need him in your life right now for help and protection, strength and blessings, and the faith to have courage when the rest of the world is calmly is in calamity. So why don't we lift our hands? Why don't we lift our hands and our hearts and just magnify him because he's God right now. Come on. Let's glorify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords together. Let's just give him praise and glory. Come on, put your hands together and let's give him praise and glory. Right where you are in your living room, right there, wherever you are right now, I want you to just, just, just give him praise and glory right where you are right now. In Jesus' name. In closing, I want you to know that the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings is there with you today in spirit. Yep, right there where you are. No matter what you believe, Jesus has sent in the Holy Spirit to you because you matter to God and you matter to us here at spiritualawareness.net. You matter to all of us. 
Pastor Davenport, and the Spiritual Awareness Team. Once again, I want to announce that I will be at Gospel of Faith Church on July 5th, baptizing and preaching. So uh, if you're within that area, come. And if you accept Christ, come and be baptized. It's very important that you uh, be reborn and be born again of water and of spirit. Um, So do that. Um, If you want to support this ministry, um, you can do it on the website. there's a PayPal area there, and if you don't have PayPal, you just put donate now and just don't push the save button, and you can uh, pay your tithing or make an offering, uh, either one. And if you want to send in a check, there's a place down at the bottom there where you can uh, get our address, uh, 11042, uh, Fort Mojave, Arizona, 860427 I think no 86427 yeah something like that it's on the website so you can you can uh, donate that way as well um, now if if nobody's ever has ever given you a chance to to repent of your sin and that to repent means that you turn away from your sins the, the bad things that you've done in your life and and you want to start over I mean literally you want to start a new life um, Jesus wants you to live the very best life that you can. Um, that means that you turn away from, from the bad things in your life. And, and not very often do you get that chance to where you can start a new life. And that means that uh, sometimes we need to change our, our lifestyle. Sometimes that means that we just need to start over with new friends. And it's really hard, you know. I mean, uh, I, was a, I was a drug addict and that meant I, I kind of needed to step away from those kind of folks in my life and and it was a hard decision it really was it was a hard decision I had to I had to step away from the crowd that I was running with and it was a hard decision it, it really was but I I did that Jesus uh, sent me uh, a, a better crowd to run with and um, it, it was a hard decision but I did and I have no regrets for that so if that's you and, and you made that decision in your life and you, you're ready to, to, to turn over that new leaf, I'm going to give you that opportunity here in a minute. Um, you know, people say, well, it's too hard. It's, it's, you know, the, there's those Ten Commandments, you know. Well, you know, I mean, thou shalt not kill. Okay, hey, you know. Um, but there's a lot going on in this world now. You know, people are out there running the streets and, 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 and you know, there's gunfire and people are shooting each other. Oh, come on. This is not the America we know. It's time to take a step back, my friend. It's a time to, to, to get back to normalcy. And normalcy is not covering your face with a black mask and, 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 and hiding your, your face in a hoodie and going out and, and just randomly shooting a gun and, and who cares where the bullet hits. There's children out there and they need a, they need a chance at life. Come on, let's, let, let's turn over that new leaf and let's, let's give God the glory and, and say, hey, uh, it's time I changed my life. You know, uh, drugs or alcohol, whatever, whatever, whatever that sin is that you want God's forgiveness for, it's time to, it's time to say, hey, God, I want that chance. I, I want to be, I want to be whiter than snow. I want to, I want to change my life and, and just start a brand new life. I want to be that babe again. I, I want to be that, that little baby that comes out and and says, this is my chance. This is my chance to start over. And that's what it means to be changed. It, the Bible says in a moment, in a twinkle in an eye, when the last trump, the trumpet will sound and we'll be changed. So let's change. 
Let's make that happen. Jesus wants you to live that very best life. And he said, the disciples said, well, what law? Jesus said, I leave you with two commandments. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul. And this is the first and the greatest commandment. The second is likened unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor with, as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law of the prophets. Is that so hard to love your neighbor as you love yourself? Maybe that's the key. Maybe you need to learn your, to love yourself. So I'm going to ask you for a very simple prayer. You don't have to go into a cathedral and, you know, confess all your sins before man. You can confess your sins before Jesus by just bowing your head. Bow your head wherever you are, the living room, the kitchen, the garage, out in the woods. Nobody has to. You don't have to confess your sins before me. All you have to do is bow your head and very quietly say this prayer. Are you ready? Let's, let's start a new life together here. Ready? Dear Lord Jesus, say it with me. Come on. It's only you and God. It's nobody else. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. And I ask for you. I ask for your forgiveness. And I believe that you died for my sins and rose from the dead. Yeah. He died for your sins on the cross. And then in three days, he rose from the dead. I turn from my sins, and I invite you to come into my heart and my life. That's where he's going to change your life. And I want to trust, and I want to follow you as my Lord and my Savior. That's the key right there. Trust him and follow him as your Lord and Savior. Now here comes the key. Lord Jesus, change my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. And my friend, if you prayed that prayer in sincere faith, and I mean in sincere faith, I'd like you to email me at spiritual awareness, all one word, spiritual awareness 777 at gmail.com. And put the date that you said that prayer. Would you do that for me? My friend, if you prayed that prayer of salvation, spiritual awareness with Pastor Davenport would like you to personally welcome you to the family of God. You're a new creation. That's what the Bible says. You're a new creation. The old life is passed away and all things are made new. That's what the Bible says. And God, don't lie. We at Spiritual Awareness Ministries are so glad that you came upon this broadcast and accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You have made the most important decision of your life, and God has a wonderful future planned out for you. You just need to turn away from your old life. For you, you have a unique purpose for your life. And I want to congratulate you once again. Your life has significance. You have a purpose in your life. And now that you're a child of God, there are so many, so many benefits that belong to you. First benefit is forgiveness of all your sin and healing for your physical body, mind, and spirit and financial blessings. God's going to bless you and protect you. And the Holy Spirit of God will guide you and teach you in the ways of God. Now, I pray that you would continue to listen to our broadcast. And there's many sermons on there that you can you can get into. I, I especially encourage you to, to listen to the series called You Matter. 
You matter to God. You matter to Him. And you matter to us here at Spiritual Awareness. Now, until next time, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and make His face to shine upon you until He brings us back again. God bless you, my friends.